For Spurs fans everywhere, this is the ultimate football app for you. For match highlights, interviews and the best Tottenham videos and podcasts, download the free Coys app now from the App Store and Google Play. Good morning. Now, as you know, we were looking to do a stream last night, but I think, you know, we had some difficulties getting the guys all together this week. Every, you know, all of them were slightly busy. So we're going to do something different this week. It's just going to be me um, bringing you my views on the draw at Anfield. And then obviously we'll be trying to look to bring you a preview of the Arsenal game this Thursday, a massive game. So let's get into this one. Just me, I'm afraid. Um, but let's have a look at that draw at Anfield at the weekend. Um, nothing surprising in terms of the lineup. You know, obviously Kudachevsky came in for Lucas Moore. And I think after Lucas's display um, in the previous game, I don't think anyone was surprised by that. I think we all thought that he'd bring Kulu straight back in. And that turned out to be the case. As you know, I think we all on the preview pod for the Liverpool game were quite confident, quietly confident, which was surprising, wasn't it? You know, but we were all confident. And I think ultimately the performance in the end showed why we had that sort of confidence. For me, I was more confident going into this game than I would have been if it had, say, been Burnley away. Um, and that's purely on the basis that Liverpool were never going to adapt their game to try and nullify what we do. They're always confident that they can do what they do and hurt us. They weren't going to try and mark Kane out of the game. They weren't going to try and stop Son doing what he did. And I think that was why all of us in the preview pod were confident that we might be able to go and get a result. And it turned out to be that way, didn't it? You know, the game panned out as expected. We weren't going to have a lot of the ball. It was going to be, you know, kind of defending and making sure we kept it tight and trying to hit them on the counter when we could. And and obviously it panned out that way. You know, there were large chunks of the games where we were just defending and Liverpool were just getting, picking the ball up from the halfway line and coming at us again. But it was a really solid display, you know, not one player left anything on the pitch, did they? You know, I think from 1 to 11, we couldn't have com any complaints about any player on that day. And that's even players like Sessignon, Emerson Royal. You know, he put in probably his best display I've seen in a Spurs shirt um, since he joined. You know, had a hand in the goal. Could have probably done better in certain areas that maybe would have allowed us to go and nick a second but his performance, especially defensively, was much better than anything we've seen before. You know, again, that back three, you know, Romero, brilliant. Yes, he gives the ball away at times, but that's never going to change. Dyer next to him and Davies, they all put their bodies on the line. I mean, the block from Davies from Salah in the second half, well, that, you know, that that's worth a goal on its own, isn't it? A block like that. Um, we played really well. We always looked dangerous, you know, you always felt if we got the break right, we could. There was a couple of times in that first half where, you know, there was opportunities to get Son away and we just didn't quite make the right pass at the right time to get him in. But you could see, like we'd said, there were going to be opportunities to get the break away and to get Son in. And then you always feel confident that we can score a goal. And that's how it panned out in the second half. You know, great ball from Larice picked out Royal. I'm not so sure Royal meant the pass he did that went to Harry Kane. I think that was a bit of a shinner, but it got there. 
Harry did brilliantly there, you know, took it down nice and composed. Great ball into Sessignon and, and credit to Sessignon because the ball across the Son would be very easy to kind of mess that up. But it was perfectly played and Son does what he does, you know, again, getting another goal, again, without needing penalties to put him a couple behind Salah in that race for the golden boot. And I don't think anyone now would say that Son can't get that because we're coming up against teams that Son likes to score against. But Going one up, you kind of felt, right, you know, this is confident, you know, can we hold on now? The shame about it was just after going one up, we had a real good couple of opportunities, I felt, to even go and nick a second, you know. And again, this is where ultimately, as much as Royal had a good game, you still feel there are flaws in his game that we need to improve on next season. You know, he had a couple of chances to put some balls in the box that probably would have helped us get a second he couldn't quite play the right ball and ultimately those chances went awry. Liverpool were always going to be knocking on the door. They were always going to get opportunities. We defended so well and, and unfortunately the goal they get comes from us putting bodies in the line and, you know, there's nothing we can do as that ball ricochets past the Reese and gets them the equaliser. But that wasn't a sign for us to suddenly drop our heads and just, you know, go, oh, well, this is it now. There's only one team going to win this. We still felt there were opportunities on the break. And as Liverpool were pressing forward more towards the end, you felt even more confident we could nick it. It's just a shame that one big chance did come. I think we have to question why Hoiberg is trying to head that to Harry Kane in that situation. You know, for me, he's got to head that at goal. And if he does, I think, we get the win and let's face it, if we'd won that game, that would have been a result that possibly could have swung the top four momentum because, you know, it would have been a bit like the Arsenal-Chelsea game. No one gave Chelsea a prayer and when they got that win at Stamford Bridge, it kind of lifted the whole mood and I think that result really would have done the same for us and sent us into Thursday feeling, well, if we get a win here, top four's feeling, you know, we're feeling confident. But... You've got to take the point, you know, when you're playing against a team that haven't lost at home since March last year, no one can come away being unhappy with that. You know, yes, in ultimately in the race for the top four, a point might not be good enough, but you've got to take the performance and that result in isolation and say no one gave us a prayer going to Enfield. And not only have we come away with a point, we've also come away knowing that we could have won that game. And it won't be that performance or that result at Anfield this weekend that ultimately costs us top four if we don't get it come the end of the season. You know, that will have been down to the games, the Brighton, Wolves and Southampton at home. You know, those will be the games that you'll look back on and say that was where the top four race was lost. Not dropping, not getting a draw at Anfield against probably the most feared team in world football, you know, because that is what Liverpool are. I don't think there'd be any team in world football that would fancy or want to take them on. So we have to say that was a great performance, you know, and we can't knock anything that happened in that game because we're all proud afterwards with every single one of those players and every single you know fan should have come away from that game saying wow you know if we can if we can push Liverpool that hard if Conte gets the backing that we hope he gets in the summer and he gets the players he wants then where can we go next season yes we're still going to be far away but will we actually be that far away with this manager in charge obviously after the game you have Klopp um 
doing his usual, you know, mask slipping. Everyone thinks he's such a great guy, but that is only until, you know, he, a result doesn't go his way. You know, everyone seems to think Klopp's this great bloke. And, you know, yes, I'm sure if he's in charge of your club, he's a great manager to have, but he just comes across as an unlikable bloke for other team supporters. You know, all the stuff where he's standing there during the kickabout, staring at your side and what they're doing. And then, as we've seen on multiple times, when the result doesn't go Liverpool's way, the guy comes out and, and he's very nasty about the opposition or moaning about something. And it was the same this weekend, you know, trying to say about the way that we played. I know he's come out afterwards saying probably shouldn't have said that stuff. And I understand that, you know, in the heat of battle, when you get a microphone shoved in your face, it can be hard to hold those emotions back. But, you know, when managers try to say, oh, a team came and played like this against us. Well, yeah, sorry. Sorry we didn't come and play an open brand of expensive football that would have allowed you to tear us apart. Um, sorry about that, Jürgen. You know, we, we'll remember that next time. We'll come and just do what you want us to do. You know, managers just need to get real. You know, you, you needed to break us down. You had the players on the pitch and on the bench to do it, and you couldn't. So just acknowledge that the other team have put in a really good performance that stopped you doing what you wanted to do. But at the end of the day, let him cry. You know, that's not even funny. I think the ultimately they realised that was probably the title gone for them. And that's what we said in the pod before. You know, that was why we were so confident. There had to be a performance and a result in there somewhere that, that for a spanner in the title race. And I always felt we could do that. And it turned out we were correct. So brilliant stuff. We've just got to hope we take this into Thursday and the big North London derby and we can get a result there because if we can get a result there, then hopefully that just puts a little bit of pressure on Arsenal in those remaining games they've got. You know, Newcastle away, that won't be easy for them. That'll be their last home game. So they'd like to put a performance on for the fans. Then they've got Everton. Everton are still in the mud. So you're hoping Everton are still going out to get some wins. And you never know. We've just got to do what we do now. But that starts with a win on Thursday. Let's hope we can get it across the line. This was a shorter episode this week. Obviously, we'll be bringing you a normal pod on Monday. We'll also be knocking out a quick um, North London Derby review, probably on Thursday night. We might just do a little quick stream then, even if it's just with a couple of us. So, as always, thank you for watching. Come on, you Spurs. For Spurs fans everywhere, this is the ultimate football app for you. For match highlights, interviews and the best Tottenham videos and podcasts, download the free Coys app now from the App Store and Google Play.